0: Vodka. Vodka, 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 O'Clock Good evening everyone, it's Amber Love from Vodka O'Clock Podcast and com. Just reminding you that this is an explicit website and podcast And today uh, we might be talking about things that some people would be considering explicit, even though I don't um, <laughs> So joining me is Lara tursten and she is from the dot uh, org. Movement, which is all about trying to get women the same freedom and rights that men have in public as far as uh, having their breasts covered or not covered. So, Lyra, this is great. Thanks for coming.
1: Thanks for having me, Amber. Really great to be here. <laughs> so, so you, you did a, a nice little summary of the top list there.
0: <laughs> great. So um I know that t- typically this is like... um a, an annual event and there's always go topless day, which is August 25th this year for 2013. Mm -hmm. And, um, but obviously this is something that people do all year long. I think there was, um, weren't there problems that like, um, was it Turkey? Now I can't remember. Now I feel bad that I didn't, I didn't. uh, In
1: Tunisia there was, yes. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> um
0: and well, there's there's the slut walk that goes on um which is mm-hmm. not the same as go topless but it is about, you know, trying to get women some rights and, um and stuff. So um what else goes on, you know, with go topless day?
1: Absolutely. Well, the Go Tapless organization, just to give you a little background, was founded in 2007 after um, Rael, who is a spiritual leader of the Raelian movement, discovered uh, that uh, a woman named Phoenix Feely, who has been in the media just most recently, but in 2007 she was arrested in New York. And um, wrongfully arrested because it was legal in Manhattan where she was arrested. The police officer didn't know. Uh, so she uh, was taken, you know, was cited, et cetera, and then they went to court and she won $39,000 um, due for her wrongful arrest. And after that case, uh, Rail, who is, you know, very fundamentally about, you know, freedom and, and, and constitutional rights for men and women, um, decided why don't we start this uh, organization called Gotopolis. And so sure enough, it, it launched in 2007, and we made an uh, international Gotopolis day, which would be the, the last Sunday of, the, of August, the closest day to August 26th, which August 26th is Women's Equality Day. And for those that are not aware, it was in 1920, uh, on August 26th, that women won the right to vote. And so, of course, the end of suffrage and the women have the same constitutional right as men. So the whole point of Go Topless Day is that women still constitutionally don't have the same rights as men because of this double standard of topless rights around the U.S. And of course, you know, globally, but of course, started here in the U.S. because of the the, the Constitution here. So, you know, you, you can see on our go topless.org website we have a what we call a boob map, <laughs> and it's um, showing all the different places where toplessness is legal in the U.S. and it's um, and it's where it's illegal and where, of course, there's topless actions going on. So, what since uh, 2007 we started doing these protests on the the end of August and the first year we had four cities, the next year it was six or seven cities, the next year it was eight, ten. So this year we are uh, I believe in the US. We're at about sixteen to eighteen cities in the US, if not more, and over forty cities around the world. So this has gone global. And as I said, you can see the boob map and you'll see like a little dot on all the different places that we'll be having uh protests on the twenty the twenty-fifth this some Sunday around the globe. Uh, to, for women who are, you know, coming on board. So the Topless around the, uh, throughout the year, org of course, is searching for different cases. And you see that there's been, um, over the last couple of years, Seaman right away has gotten involved, um, in different topless protests in, in uh, Eastern Europe and, Different parts of Europe, et cetera. The, as you said, there was a recent case in Tunisia that just happened and I'm um, so I don't have the actual uh, uh, information right in front of me to tell you all of that. But, but the bottom line for, for GoTopless and, you know, really what we're standing for and trying to get more and more men and women involved in because it's, it's not only a woman's issue. It is a man who can also, you know, stand up and say it's, it's for gender inequality as well. So on this day, you know, men and women will march or protest in their cities where women will, whatever the local law is, if it's covering the nipple, if it's covering the lower part of the breast, because ironically enough, it's different in different, in different cities. Um, I didn't even realize that.
0: Yeah. I I thought it was just the nipple specifically.
1: uh, Yeah. Well, exactly. Some cities, it's from the nipple and down. some cities it's just the areola some cities it's just the nipple i mean it's kind of weird how (laughs) how different and diverse it is that you know this this little square inch of your skin is legal but this is not so you know when you get down to it it is pretty comical but it's unfortunate so here in california where i live um we protest on venice beach every year, and it's become, you know, an annual thing in the same place, and it is the, the nipple has to be covered, or, the you know, the areola nipple. So uh, we, the first year and the second year of the first, a couple of the years, we have had a company that has made um, flesh-like nipples, like actual latex nipples that look like real nipples, so that we put pasties of nipples over our nipples, and that's legal. That's so legal, I know. So, but, yeah, yeah. Um, so with all of that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been, you know, pretty funny with the press because, of course, you know, people are thinking that it's, that that's okay. You know, even the police that day, well, it, in the first couple of years, it the day of the day of came over and I was a couple of the female officers wanted to buy a pair of the, the nipples on the side. So, very cute. So... Yeah, I, I no, I
0: it's um the the map was really helpful because that's how I you know, I was trying to figure out in New Jersey like what the law is because I that, remembered I was at New York Comic Con one year and people were making a really big deal about a woman standing outside the Javits Center and she was topless and she was a right. photographer. So um she was standing there with her camera and getting all sorts of grief. Now she was doing this right literally right at the entrance of Comic Con. And it was what they call, um, they consider Sunday family day. So Mm -hmm. it was just that there was, there were a lot of people freaking out about it because you weren't allowed in the convention to participate in the convention unless you meet the dress code standards of the convention. And that's true of this Comic-Con in San Diego, true of all Comic-Cons. So um, it took me a while because I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know this till after the fact Mm -hmm. when I saw her picture. Mm And then somebody um had mentioned, well, you know they didn't think it it actually was illegal in New York City, and I thought, well, then that's strange then why isn't why isn't more of this going on and then I had heard about the topless pulp uh noir group they they take their books to Central Park or different locations they were they just did a protest at basically a protest, i guess um at the New mm-hmm. York Public Library. Where they take their books and they're topless and they read there. Now that doesn't mean that you can go inside of a building, like I said, because you have to adhere to the dress codes of whatever you're going into. Of course. So right. um, when uh, when it comes to New Jersey, I know that there's only like one beach that I've heard of. I have no idea how to find it. <laughs> and then then there's um, like naturist societies.
1: That right. That well, you can see also on our, our website, um in, in the top bar, it says topless laws. And you can link on there and it'll show you kind of a list of the, the states that are top three or the, within it. And there's, I think it is twenty eighteen states. So Asheville, uh, well, city, actually cities. So Austin, Texas, Asheville, North Carolina, Boulder, Colorado, Columbus, Ohio, Eugene, Oregon, Honolulu, Hawaii, Keene, North, New Hampshire, uh, Key West, Florida, <laughs> Madison, Wyoming, New Orleans. Um, oh, at New Orleans in Louisiana, at Mardi Gras, It specified. <laughs> oh, it's very specific York, that it's at Mardi Gras. Okay. Yeah, very specific, yeah. New York City, uh, Portland, Oregon, Santa Fe, New Mexico, South Miami Beach, Florida, on the beach, and Washington, D.C., so all of these have been topless tested cities, um, around the country and they are, you are allowed to be topless in the cities, in the parks, et cetera. So at just below that you can actually find, how can I find out if my city is topless? So you go, you have to, you know, go to the municipal code and type in the word nudity. So if you look on our page, it kind of gives some, some information. Of course, we've had more people coming forth to that have run into problems and and thought that it was topless and it wasn't, et cetera. And again, as you said, there are in some cities, like in Santa Barbara, there's, uh, you know, a nudist beach or in different areas, there are these little pockets of beaches. And as you said, sometimes they're not at all publicly, you know, made public. So it's very difficult to find. And just speaking of um, New Jersey, as you know, Phoenix, uh, Feely, as I I was mentioning earlier, right. um, She's the one who was the one who you know had the laws changed in, in New York and went to court and how go topless they actually started most recently was just um in the news again because of her uh, right she went in two thousand eight on a beach in New Jersey and refused to put her top on saying that she was practicing her equal rights and at that time in a very not so pleasant way was removed in handcuffs from the beach and they took her to a a mental institute, like a psychiatric ward, and kept her there for 10 hours, um, you know, locked in like a private chamber until finally she was released and then told her she had to pay $1,400 because, you know, of this keeping her there. So, of course, you know, because of someone practicing their equal rights does not say that they are insane and there was no reason why the police officer should have taken her there. So, of course, she went to court for this over the, this year, went to court, the Supreme Court turned it down. And um she was told that I think they lowered the price to eight hundred something dollars. She still refused, so of course she had to do some jail time. So just a few weeks ago, August fifth, I think it was, that she went into into jail and uh, decided to do a hunger strike. Right. It was. About, I think you know, she was supposed to be like sixteen. Yeah, sixteen days in jail, and they released her after ten days exactly. So, gotopple, of course, supported her completely. We had a little protest out the front of the jail and with a local um gotopple representative in the, in the area that drove out with a friend and It was not a huge protest, but it was a protest there, and we made a lot of local news, which is great for for phoenix and you know so it's cases like this and if if you look also we have on our website a timeline which I love and I think it's fascinating, going back to the fourteen hundreds of how toplessness you know was in the the 15th century and and moving forward and you know the the laws on bathing suit laws for men it was only in in the 1920s that men got their right to go topless on the beach as well so they had to fight at some point so i think it was like the in 1910 or 1901 the, the the bathing suit of a man was like just above the knees and it was a full body suit to the to the shoulder You know, so, and it was, I think it was the 1920 it was that men finally on the beach went topless. It was a bunch of surfers in New Jersey, again, New York and New Jersey that went uh, shirtless or topless. And finally, it was short after that, I think it was 1929 that the laws changed and men were able to go top free. So it's interesting because, of course, when you look through history, you see there's a clear line of how the progression has changed in you know, a women's bathing suit had to be covering her ankles. You know, there were tights and somewhat similar to what, it would say, a Muslim woman has to wear if
0: right. she wants
1: to go in the ocean today. You know, and this is back in the in the early 1900s. Whereas, you know, then in the mid 1900s, they it couldn't be above the knee. And then they would actually cite them and measure, you know, their bathing suit and how far above the knee it was, and and give them a fine if it was a certain you know amount above the knee. So. You know, going up into the 1960s when the first bikini was, you know, and it was Bridget Margot who modeled the first bikini in the 1960s, and that was looked at as, you know, a two-piece bathing suit showing your belly button, and uh, it was so in, scandalous. Oh, 19, 1952, it was 1952. So, you know, you know, when people ask us why do you want to show your breasts, I mean, what's the big deal? And you know, and and of course, the arguments come up of Women, women's breasts being a sexual object. Well, to a woman, a man's chest is can be a sexual object. You know, looking at a beautiful chest is, is beautiful. You know, right. it can it can be exciting. So, what's the difference? You know, and and if a man is allowed to be shirtless, you know, then what's what's to say that a man who has a breast the same size as mine is is legal and mine is not you know so what is the difference so there's you know been a lot of different conversations that have come up over the last you know four or five years since botopolis started and we're hoping that more and more people talk about it and for sure we've made a bit of a wave around the planet because there are more and more women that are doing this and there's a, a female named moira johnson maybe you're familiar with her who also practices her rights in new york city and is often topless in, in Manhattan and walking around, and she goes to different cities around, you know, the New York area that she knows are top three and, and will practice her right and talk to people and be in public places and whatnot, and was in the, in the news earlier this year and last year. Um, and Have you heard of Moira Johnson? No, I haven't heard of her. I've, um... You haven't heard of her? Okay. There's um, a, there's a few news links on our website, on um, if you look under news, and then uh, it goes back to 2012 where Moira Johnson was uh, was interviewed a few times on different TV shows uh, and news channels about her going topless and what was the purpose, and she was just saying, you know, I'm I'm practicing to write, and of course a lot of people were like, what's going on, and there's children around, and. But the bottom line is, it, it is the right. So, in a lot of the cities that I stated earlier, a lot of women aren't aware that it's legal because not a lot of women practice it because it's still somehow societally, societ, societally, yes,
0: <laughs> not
1: accepted. Um, it's, it's so similar to Asheville. We had a, a protest there two years in a row in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and it is a top free state, or a top three city. And when they did it, you know, a lot of women came out, but there was a massive protest, a big political. One of the the local uh, mayors at that time was, you know, he was trying to, to, I think he was um, uh, rallying to to become a mayor and he was protesting against it. And, you know, it became a big talk of the town and a lot of media around it. And, and of course, they talked about trying to reverse the laws. And, you know, so, of course, the protest has been going on of you know, women practicing their rights. So it took the first year, there wasn't as many people, but the second year, a lot of women came out to say, okay, we want to practice our right. But at the same time, when it's the first time that they're doing it, then it ends up being kind of a gawk fest where all the men come out and say, okay, all the girls are going to be topless. Great. Let's go take pictures and gawk at it, which, you know, even in Venice Beach, a lot of the times, you know, the first hour of, this, of women being topless, men are all over the place, like, you know, bees to honey. I am trying to take pictures and get a, get a peek. And then after the hour has passed, all of a sudden it becomes like, oh, okay, yeah, I saw it. It's normal now.
0: Right. You know, so
1: it's, again, it takes kind of like a filtration process of people getting used to it, whereas, you know, in Europe, on the beaches in southern Italy or France, you know, full families are being topless, children running around naked, and grandmas and aunts and mothers and daughters are all top free, if they choose to be, of course. It's no no one way or the other. And it's very normal, you know. Whereas you wouldn't see toplessness maybe in the other parts of the city if, if you know, to practice rights there, but on the beaches it, it it is accepted and allowed. So, you know, everyone has to question where it comes from, where the taboos start from, where the cultural acceptances come from, and and why. You know, why do we have such a perverse reaction to seeing the sight of a woman's breast? And now, you know, as I said, with where it's in most states, it's legal for, to show the breast, but not the nipple. So, what's so dangerous about the nipple? What's you know, <laughs> right. one square inch of flesh is like. Ooh, I could you know be put in jail and have a file with sex offenders and pedophiles because I showed one square inch of my my body. You
0: know, and so this, it, this
1: is this
0: did actually you know it was one of those things where um I my own personal experience with it was really I found hilarious, given the context of, of what was happening. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. at a porn show. I was at mm-hmm. the convention that was you had to be an adult to get into. It was for the adult entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very specific as to, you know, there were, you know, strippers on poles. There were, you know, the actresses and the actors that you could meet. Um, there was mm-hmm. a, a sex dungeon off in the corner. And, mm-hmm. um, so I went to a body painting booth and wanted to try body painting for the first time. So okay. I'm a, I'm a model. So I'm like, it's like no big deal for me to just like take off my mm-hmm. shirt all of a sudden. I was just like, yeah, okay, we'll right. Have to take off my shirt. And the guy, like, he's like, no, 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 you have to cover up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is, it's not, you know, you're putting mm-hmm. paint on me. And he's like, he's like, let me, he's like, let me explain. He's like, the nipples have to be covered. So what, what I had to do was wait right. until he was exactly ready. He would quickly take the paintbrush and went, you know, zip zip right over both nipples and as soon as they were had yellow paint on them, he's like he's like, Okay, now you can stand there and I'll get the rest of the stuff set up. I'm like
1: so uh, funny. I'm like yeah.
0: Are you kidding me? For like five seconds yeah. you had to like freak out because, you know, I needed to have yellow paint. Yeah. On, yeah. on them, and, I, and it was just like, but this is an adult show.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. It's, it's, there, there has been other adult shows that I've heard that that you know that the without having the pasties on, it's it, it's illegal, and you know there's all these. um I think when they do, they set up those kind of shows. They have to have all these permits. It's almost like the alcohol right. law. Well, they do. You can have beer and wine, but you can't have hard liquor. So it's like, well, you can show the breast, but you just can't show the nipple. You know, it's. it's it's very very funny when you think about
0: it. <laughs> right, and it was and it was actually interesting because they didn't have mm-hmm. alcohol there either, which I think is yeah. like part of the New Jersey thing too, is that you can't yeah you can't have alcohol and you know be naked in the same place at the same time. And I don't really whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it it was just one of those I don't know, it's just a really bizarre thing to me. I'm like, okay, so I can walk yeah. around in pasties you know and then thinking about you were talking about that you know when how how men have to you know find they had their own equality movement or their own whatever movement at at some point but they're decades ahead of of women and you know it's like it's not like you have to um pass a test as a man mm-hmm. to be able to bear your chest like you don't have mm-hmm. to look like daniel craig you know you can look like homer simpson <laughs> and and right. not have a shirt on and yeah. you know and nobody thinks of that but yet um there's so much body shame going on yeah. in in, yeah. in a variety of communities and that there's yeah. it's just so hard to have any fat on your body at all right now mm-hmm. and then yeah. to do it and be comfortable being exposed um mm-hmm. you know this is it's it's not for everyone. Well,
1: it's, it's exactly. I mean, I think that this is something that you know. I I lived in Europe for many years, so and I, I have foreign parents, so I was brought up very open-minded as far as my body, and I saw my brothers naked, and I saw my parents naked up till you know an older age. And not not that they were walking around naked around around the house, but I mean, if they were getting in or out of the shower, there was never shame of like covering yourself. Oh, don't look at me, or you know the my brothers never felt like for myself of like if I was getting changed and one of them walked in it was not like oh shameful or get away don't look you know until you start hitting puberty and of course the natural biological thing hits of wanting privacy (laughs) but with all of that being said it's, it's interesting I mean for me I'm of course I'm American but I have this kind of influence of a different culture so you know having friends that were brought up in American homes and and Different, you know, of course, different cultures have different ways of doing things. You know, what is one, one thing for one culture is not for another. And who's to say what's right or wrong? And I guess, you know, for, for all of this, looking at in America specifically, because of course, this is where, where, where go toplessness is, is launched. But of course, it is a global thing. And of course, it's, it's different within each country. But within, in America, I think that the naked body is so used in the media and the media is such a massive thing in the States of how to, you know, whatever it's manipulate or to sell or advertising or et cetera. And as you said, like the body conscious of like, oh, you have to be a stick model, a stick figure model, or a ripped man in order to be accepted in society. So there's all of these, as you said, the guilt and the shame about our own bodies, as well as a women, you know, a naked chest is massively used in Selling things, you know, it's all related to sex. It's all related to a strip club or to something naughty or to something sinful or to something, you know, that they, they you want to show, you know, media about a, a provocative TV show that's coming. They show a woman with a very low cut shirt and a lot of red in the image. And, you know, so it's all very psychologically, you know, pre thought, premeditated how they want to, to manipulate. And I find that that is a very fascinating thing to, to talk about with people to say like you know where did you get your thoughts about the human body where do they come from you not feeling well with your own body did they come from your parents is it a religious thing is it is it from your everyday media and that's where you know the when you see the, the women that have come on board with Gotopolis and who have never been top free before and you know walking on the beach and or taking their shirt off and doing a protest how empowering it is for their own body we had a a beautiful testimony from a girl last year who had never been top free, who'd heard about it for a couple of years and finally decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. And she said, up until even getting there, I didn't think I'd have the guts to take my shirt off and do it, not because I was afraid of people seeing me, but because I was ashamed of my, how small my breasts were. And she had, you know, a beautiful little bee cup but she's always had a, a breast complex. Oh, so, that's and, amazing. You know, and, and had this and did the whole march and did the testimony again. And it was a couple of years before there was a woman who had never had her shirt off outside. And she was like a double D, very, very big and buxom woman. And it, she did the, the protest with us and said a very similar thing of how liberating and freeing it felt, and she said, "I don't think I've ever lived an experience of feeling the fresh ocean breeze on my full on my breast. It was such a different feeling of like, of an exhilaration." So, you know, the whole point behind Gotopolis is, of course, to change the laws, but it's also in educating women to feel okay with their own bodies, for society to accept the body as not being a sexual object, not being something dirty or sinful or dangerous, and and that has to happen one day at a time. And we can see it through the timeline just since, you know, six years of being present in the mainstream and and doing these protests every year that they're getting bigger. They're happening in more cities. More and more people are coming out of the woodwork going, yeah, I want to get involved. I want to help. I want to do this because women need to have a voice. It's up to us to say, no, it's not right. You know, just like Alice Paul did in, in you know the, in the early 1900s who stood out the side of the 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 White House every day in the middle of winter to say I want we want and we deserve the right to vote we have a voice women are human beings so it's the same process in a different way of course that women are going through now just like going from a one piece bathing suit to a two piece bathing suit to you know, knowing that the belly button is not sinful and it's not a sexual thing because the belly button was looked at just as much as a nipple is looked at now as being a sexual object. But now we see belly buttons and belly buttons and half shirts and bikinis all the time, and it's, it's nothing. It's it's a part of our body that is accepted. So this is, you know, of course, the journey that Go Topless is trying to help support in everyone looking at, you know, the human body. Is beautiful. We were born beautiful. Our, all the different shapes, sizes, colors is, is, is beautiful. We should love ourselves. And if we can love ourselves and feel okay without guilt and shame towards ourselves, then we can start accepting the bodies of other people. And, of course, if, you know, it, and, and also to have the right because, you know, it's, it's down to, it's not saying that everyone's going to run around shirtless. It means that I have the choice if I want to. You know, this is a really fundamental part of it as well.
0: And I think that's.
1: Uh, Sorry, you're going to say something.
0: No, I think, you know, I think the freedom of choice is it's a really big issue with so many different things. I mean, um, obviously, women's rights, abortion rights. um, You know, in some countries, women can't drive, you know, just. It's mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you could just say, yes, I have the right to do this. I choose not to just like, you know, if it's making yeah. a, you know, making marijuana legal, you know, have, you know, the the right is perhaps yours, but you choose not to. Yeah. And whatever it yeah. is, it's just it's yeah. it's not giving people any responsibility. And instead, what yeah. we've established is uh, is rape culture. And that's obviously a really big problem. Uh, there mm-hmm. my, one of my favorite internet memes. Is this beautiful girl standing there with just you know like um, pasties or something? I think she has like electrical tape over her nipples, and a big mm-hmm. sign, and it says "Still not asking for it." And right, you know, it, which is like
1: from the Slut Walk. Exactly, from the Slut Walk, whole,
0: right? Yeah, and it's just you know it, it, that one image of that one woman is so amazing to me. Uh, because it's true because it's mm-hmm. that, this is what, this is what we're told is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, you know, her skirt is too short or, you know, or she's wearing the sexy dress or whatever, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. like, you don't, there's no separation between I want to feel sexy right now and I want to, you know, and, uh, you know, I want sex. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, mm-hmm. And so instead, and then there's the whole, you know, as we're talking about going topless, we're trying to remove the sex from it and just say, look, this is just my body. Yeah, exactly. It's and my body
1: and I should have the right to choose yeah. what I want to do, what, how I want to live it, how I want to express it.
0: Right. And Whether I, can- I wear
1: a bikini or a corset or a topless or whatever, just like a man can.
0: Exactly. I feel yeah. really bad about, um, because I've had pictures, um, reported on Facebook, which are, it's funny because I, I never had a nipple exposed on Facebook, but they were mm-hmm. still reported. And, um, a friend of mine, uh, his wife's pictures were reported because they were pictures of her breastfeeding. Again, mm-hmm. you're not seeing, you're not even seeing nipple, but it was yeah. breastfeeding. And this really gets my goat. Because now you're specifically saying this is a natural act and yeah. and people need to go around policing that, saying, oh, my God, yeah. I've seen your wife's breast. And somebody, yeah. you know, was just getting kicked out of a restaurant and being threatened that they were going to be arrested because the, the wife, you know, started to breastfeed right there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. so the restaurant, you know, manager has to come over and say, you're not allowed to do that here. And it's like, well, why not? Yeah. I'm eating. Why can't my child eat?
1: Yeah, uh, there's an interesting website um, that will give, if people are curious about that, that are listening, it's the ncfl.org. And it's um, all about, like, talking about the the, the laws on breastfeeding, um, so issues in the research, et cetera, on breastfeeding. So, um, yeah, that's – I mean, we've obviously covered some, some articles. Uh, on on org as well about breastfeeding because exactly that that women are shunned and looked down at and you know about feeding their baby the most healthy and nutritious thing that uh, you know is the the best way to get the highest immune system and the nutrients to a child and so telling them they can't feed their baby which is the most natural thing that every mammal in the on the planet does so. And, and and this again goes to the taboo and the 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 media, the culture behind how we see the breast. And yes, we are in in a handicapped society because if a, if, if human beings can't see the importance of a woman feeding her child, then there's something really wrong. And, um, and on this website it was very interesting to me because I, I was looking earlier today that President Obama actually made. Which I think on March 23rd of 2010, he did a reconciliation act about women's rights for breastfeeding in public and um, the whole article about it, which, which was beautiful for me to see. And of course, all the different cities and states that have made laws to support them and also made laws about if it happens that their workplace kicks them out or a restaurant or a public thing, then they have specific rights and, you know, that their jobs should, should actually provide you know, a room for them to go and, you know, get their breast milk for their baby that's at home, you know, that kind of thing, to to access their breast milk. And so it's quite – it was quite fascinating for me to read. And, and of course, there are still states that have the most minimal. So you're going to see, of course, the reaction from people that are not aware of it because there's a lack of awareness around it. And there is actually a campaign about doing education – um for developing an education campaign. Unfortunately only in five states that they're doing this education campaign. Um but but it is happening. So again I think it's progressive, but I also think that we've kinda of gone backwards because I think my mom would probably say, you know, in the seventies when she had when she had me, she was breastfeeding me and there was absolutely no problem, you know, in, in the mindset of people at that time. So where we think that we've developed sometimes we've gone backwards. So it's it's really okay. interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and that's yeah.
0: and what's really funny is my mom said the exact opposite. She's like, "Oh, because I was born in 72, my mom's like, I I I assumed that I was breastfed." And she was just like, "Oh, she's like, no by then she's like nobody was doing that anymore." And it was just because of the yeah. mass the mass marketing. Um, in mass production of all of the, yeah. you know, the over the counter artificial milk or whatever it is. And yeah. it was just one of those things where industry took over. So yeah. therefore the breasts went away.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one, one of the cities that I noticed, um, on, uh, that, that is going to have a go topless demonstration is Toronto. At twelve o'clock, Ashbridges Bay Park, at Hubbard Boulevard and Hammersmith Ave. And the reason that I'm specifically bringing up Toronto is because most of my listeners are comic book people, and it's this mm. is the weekend for Toronto um, Comic Expo. So mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of my listeners will actually okay. be okay. on their way, <laughs> on their way there. Um, and comic, uh, comic
1: book pin and- there you go. <laughs> yes. Well, if there's
0: one thing that comics are good at showing, it is ridiculously gravity-defying breasts. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Awesome. We, it's brought up a lot how, um, you know, the the artists go to school and they learn anatomy and stuff like that, but then when it comes time to publish, those breasts suddenly are <laughs> not
1: anatomically correct. Gotcha. <laughs> That's funny um so do you do you feel i mean that that community is supportive of of um topless rights or toplessness or I think that,
0: yeah I think most most of them are it's just um yeah. it's uh I think they're they're more upset about body image as a whole where right. um you know it's not only that the women are shown. Scantily clad—that's one particular thing. Mm-hmm. But it's that they are shown practically deformed in a lot of comics.
1: Not not okay. all of them. Not
0: all of them by any means, because there's plenty right. of plenty of great examples of, of women who are drawn really well in comics. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just that they're always shown with these, you know. It, it was especially as like in the 90s. Now it's getting it's getting so much better. But yeah. um with the, the the really gigantic breasts, the very elongated spine that is, you know, like so ridiculously inaccurate mm. the way the way they're drawn, mm. um, itty bitty waists that could never possibly support anything. Like people talk about Barbie and how the Barbie doll is ridiculous, but there I have seen right. some, some comic book female characters that are way more ridiculous than Barbie could ever be and and a lot of it has and then they do the poses where um and we get this in Hollywood a lot too uh with even today's stars where it's always like the yeah. butt shot you know there's always a butt shot and she's turned because you need to be able to see both the T and the A right, right. um uh, you know but it's it is getting better in comics and that's a great thing mm-hmm. because um you know the people who want to see it can you know and want to make that and can draw that then that's great they do it and um the fans who don't want to read that just don't read that uh yeah. you know it's just it's really hard when it's when it's a legacy character that has a mm. lot of weight in the history mm-hmm. like um catwoman for example uh there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of big problems with um some the catwoman the way that she was drawn recently about a year ago and it's not that you can just re- – you don't want to just replace that. You don't want to – when you've been buying a book that has so much history to it
1: and a mm-hmm. character
0: who's been around for so many decades, um, mm-hmm. people have said, you know, oh, my daughter used to like this character, and I can't give her this book, you know? Right, and, right. And, you know, it's one of those things where they just – they've really sexualized a lot of the characters that have been around forever. Um mm-hmm. You know, are most
1: of the artists men?
0: Most of them. That's changing too, okay. but um, right. a lot of the women in okay. comics are going to be independent people. Right. You know, that's right. that's a big issue. Is that um,
1: yeah.
0: it's the the mainstream? Those big iconic characters are not necessarily mm. those publishers are not necessarily like crazy about hiring women and keeping them happy. If they get there, they don't. Yeah. Have, you know, there's like a few. Yeah a few that a lot that last a a long time and make their mark but otherwise a lot of the women are in independent comics and or they're in editorial which i find really fascinating like you know there's all these women in editorial and yet there's all these female fans complaining
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) well i think it's it's interesting i mean when looking at you know as what you're saying of kind of looking at the human you know the woman's body and and how it's drawn, et cetera. Like even in our timeline, going back to, you know, the, 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 the beginning of the 1400s of the, the common photographs of, you know, the mid 1400s of women being topless, you know, in paintings or pair or completely naked, you know, the early paintings and, and you see in museums today are, are many, you know, women are, are naked in many of them. Men, not completely, but also men were too. So, you know, it goes back so far. And of course, there's been dips and flows depending on the, the, the influence of religion behind it, the influence of, you know, our own, um, guilt around sexuality. And I think that what's really important to also see is if we're suppressing something, then it's going to come out in some other way. So if somebody is suppressing their sexuality, then it's going to maybe come out in their art or it's going to come out in their in their expression or in the way that they dress or, you know, something. There's an imbalance. So if we can live in our sexuality, in our balance, if our body is in harmony, if we feel in harmony in in the way that we see ourselves and in the way we see others, then there isn't going to be an imbalance. But if there is that imbalance, then it's going to come out. And, of course, that's where we see... How men you know will look at women if they have a, an, an imbalanced sexuality, an imbalanced way of of uh, uh, that they were brought up, then of course that is the way that they perceive a woman as a dirty or oh they're they're a slut because they wear this kind of clothing or they're asking for sex, as we've talked about before, or as you said, seeing the object or expressing that object of the woman's body in a sexual way so. You know, so much of it is, of course, the education of where we've come from, and, and it's never going to happen overnight, how we change the way we see each other, and at the same time, we are all sexual beings, you know, <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't be here, you know, exactly. that we come from that. So so that expression of our sexuality is, is an important part of who every individual is, and it's when we repress it that it becomes dysfunctional and it starts to become... You know, crooked and sideways and, and then we start to take on all these other thoughts of guilt and, and, and repression about our own bodies and, and of course, uh, other people's bodies or the opposite sex body. So, you know, the, the, the important thing, and I think, you know, for, at least for Gotapos.org, of course, it's an equality issue. It's the main underlying thing of the, the Constitution and, and the equal rights to men. But of course, within that, there is so much education and there is so much to, to to work on as individuals to work on as a society to work on culturally and nationally and internationally i mean it was like we look at our female sisters in muslim countries and what they have to live in you know not able to even show their face and this is
0: yeah, looking
1: right, right. at a primitive way of being you know in a modern world and it still exists on this planet so it shows us that we have a lot of work to do if people around us are only, you know, not accepting only one square inch of our chest, then, you know, we, we actually are quite advanced as far as where they're at. But are we advanced of where, you know, a, a percentage of the planet is, is going? You know, we, we have to see that the human body is accepted in, in every part, in whether, whatever shape or size. Right. And, you... that we're, and that we're equal. Mm
0: -hmm. right well and equal equal is just such a big question did you um hear about the cases uh in high schools where they were actually forbidding strapless dresses at at prom yeah
1: i did not hear about that
0: this was in my opinion ridiculously crazy because if you Uh, read the criteria that was then issued as to what was an acceptable dress.
1: Um, Uh
0: It was simply whether or not something had straps on it seemed ridiculous Mm -hmm. considering that you could then like have a plunging neckline or, you know, have some like have Mm. have a slit that goes all the way up to the hip. You know, right? Uh, you know, it was just sort of the very bizarre thing that they specifically went after the chest and Mm -hmm. and said that, you you know, and it was like, really, what is the big difference between a spaghetti strap and no strap? Like, it's literally there just to make you feel more secure that your dress is not going to fall off. Uh, It's not like that. It's called a spaghetti strap because it's literally that thin of a a little piece of fabric holding it up. And it was, because, do you know where it was? Right
1: um, it There happened? was,
0: there was at least one in New Jersey. Um, but I think there was, there were several. It was a very bizarre thing that this was the first year that I heard about such craziness. Um, right. I want to say it was Raritan, might have been Raritan Township in New Jersey. Um,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: And the notion was that it would, a strapless dress was, somehow too risky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking at it here. USA Today, New Jersey Middle School keeps strapless dress band for dance.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. And, yeah.
0: like, never mind the fact that, historically, women have worn strapless dresses in very puritanical times, you know, like the yeah. 50s. Yeah. Like, you
1: yeah.
0: know, I've seen some beautiful dress, vintage dresses from the 50s and, old, you know, yeah. old Hollywood and old prom photos and bridal yeah. photos. It was – it's really not that – you know to, to- me that bizarre of a thing unless there was some sort of like big problem at the school where boys were going down ripping off clothes, but you know it
1: teach the boys not to right. rip off
0: somebody's clothes
1: right exactly as opposed to like making it yeah I mean it's the same thing with like the 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 holding hands rules and the hugging rules, and yes you know all of these different things that have been going on in different schools and you know and that's where again we see in different cities and different states. Really different and bizarre things are happening, you know, and it's like, wow, this is going on there. How, how is that, you know, that if two people, two friends in a school can't give each other a hug or can't hold hands or can't, you know, so it's um, yeah, it's we we have come a long way, but in some ways we we're going backwards. So it's it's really important to people to be aware of it and to question themselves as where where it's coming from. And yeah. to, to stand up and make a voice about it because it's not acceptable to just accept that kind of behavior.
0: Right. And, um, yeah. you know, when, when there are go topless protests, uh, there's, um, uh, on your map, you have Washington DC and Philadelphia and New York, um,
1: mm-hmm. among,
0: among many of them. And there's, there's nothing in New Jersey and what's, um, what, the problem with protests, like you said, is when you start out with just a couple people, it's, mm-hmm. you feel like you're not making the sort of statement that you want to make. It's almost like, well, those two weirdos have this to say. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it, when you have a much larger number, then it's yeah. like, oh, wow, all of these people have something to say. <laughs> yeah. So getting started in some place, it's... Um, like I just don't even know how to do that, and it's like you know, and the fact that like Phoenix was arrested here in Jersey, yeah, it's like it, you know, it's like this is a this is a state that celebrates you know drunk people on the boardwalk being put on camera and like having their shirts yeah. fly up over their heads. This is this is yeah. something that's okay, and like you know, ridiculous lewd behavior in public is okay, but you can't just enjoy yourself on the beach <laughs> topless. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, it's it's. I mean, I, I, there's actually quite a lot, and it's interesting when you look at the history of how much of it has come from from New York. You know, right. I mean, there's a you know the change of the you know in 1929 when men had the law changed, it was in New York. So there's a lot of uh, ships and revolutions that launch in New York. So not hearing this from New Jersey is is uh, not surprising at all. Yeah, and, it's uh, just you know yeah. we have the
0: beaches. I mean, that was the thing was yeah you know yeah back when uh, when Everybody from New York, and I guess it still happens. Everybody from New York you kind know, comes mm. down to the to the mm-hmm. Jersey Shore. Um, but if you you know those there's some if you ever get to look at old photos, it's so remarkable of how magnificent yeah. everything used to be. And yeah. um, you know now we're everybody's recovering from the the storm, of course. So it's a whole different yeah. ballgame right now. Yeah,
1: of course. Of course. I mean, you know, it's when you think about the the early settlers that were, you know, the American Indians that were here in America before the Europeans came and they were topless. Or like the Hawaiians that were there before Captain Cook came and covered them all up. You know, it, it's been in cultures to the acceptance of our body right. for for, you know, for many years. And it is that puritanical, you know, Judo Christian background where most of the sin and the lack of acceptance of the human body has come from. So, you know, it's it's really powerful. And of course, we have the massive Bible built across the States and where most of those laws are are different where, you know, people are are thinking you're gonna burn in hell if you wear, you know, too low of a, a dress or or of course practicing your topless rights or anything. So you know, it, it's it's interesting. it's important for people to know the history, to understand it and how it shifted and changed, and then to of course look at where we're at presently and, and know where they're at. So yeah, I and I again I just I encourage people to look at the timeline on Glotopless, um, dot org slash timeline. You can see it or you just click on the bar when you go to the website um I find it I find it really very interesting the information very interesting. that's put up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, and but yeah. they you know thinking about the um you know how the indigenous people uh from from the various uh, you know Hawaii and and here in the continental area how different it was I was just thinking about mm. um, somebody had just like instagrammed a picture of their travels through Seattle mm. and it was a you know the Starbucks sign and the original Starbucks logo that's out there in the you know the northwest is the mm-hmm. the mermaid with the two tails and she's topless and it had right. to, had to be changed to get Starbucks throughout the country.
1: Right, <laughs> it's like it's coffee. Wow, it's a
0: mermaid.
1: Really I didn't know that. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. So I'm just looking at it now. That uh I, I just Googled it the Starbucks logo. That's really funny. Yes, it was a mermaid. You're right. With a, a topless chest. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's really funny. That that's new information to me. I I'll have to share this with our dot to put that picture on our website. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, really great. Really great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um so.
0: Well, Lara, where will you be celebrating Go Topless Day?
1: I will be on Venice Beach, California, with a lot of other people. And I'll be the one that's doing the the Go Topless speech. And sometimes we'll get it, you know, we'll usually get it video recorded and up online. Um, It has been a couple years in a row, been online. And, of course, the parade, there's always different YouTube clips that people grab and post right away, um, depending on how long YouTube will allow it to be there. Yeah. But so um, yeah, I'll be in Venice Beach, and uh, there'll be other uh, other demonstrations. And if you are interested, you the listeners out there, then go to gotopless.org and go to the boob map, which is uh, go to is under Go Topless Day, and you can see uh, all across the nation, of course in Europe. If you're in different countries or heading to another country, you can also uh, share it with your friends. There is also a Go Topless dot org facebook page so it's just uh facebook.com slash gotopless and And twitter um, lots of posts and twitter of course yes so yeah follow us and of course if you have any interesting information similar to uh what you just shared with me about starbucks (laughs) it's just fascinating (laughs) um please do let us know send us photos send us articles send us your thoughts um you can just write to info at gotopless.org Uh, With any kind of comments that you'd like to share, if you want to support or start a Go Topless Day in your city, um, feel free to contact us. We'll let us let you know what you need to do, and in the future send flyers. Or if you're you're coming up on this Sunday and want to do something really quick, then you can also uh, contact us and we can get you some flyers quickly in the post so you can. you can know what to do in your area. So okay, it's so been now a real pleasure to be here, Amber. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Lara. So on yeah. the
0: on the map, if it says um, like some of your icons showing the cities are bare breasts, mm-hmm. and then there are breasts mm-hmm. with censor written across it. So what does it mean if censor
1: sensor- meaning it's not allowed to be completely top free? That it's usually we have to cover the nipple.
0: Okay, so in Pittsburgh, my yeah. Pittsburgh friends, it, you are censored. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. But in Columbus, yes. Ohio, you are not.
1: I find that fascinating. You are not. It, isn't it fascinating? Columbus, Ohio, you can go completely topless. Like, and if you click on it, usually it'll tell the address or or the the time. Some of them don't have it yet, but most yeah. of them have um, the time where and it's where gonna be and the at the time and where it's going to be exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> you are you are three to six at uh the uh common six hundred Commonwealth Place across from the Wyndham Hotel. Um that's great. And Philadelphia, Philadelphia, I don't see, there's no announcement yet as to where in Philadelphia. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should Um, be up there soon. Okay. uh, A lot of them, because I know there's been some like these people having to get permits and things like that at the last minute and they did have some problems. I know in Pittsburgh getting their permits and uh, I think it finally went through, but it may be the case for some of the other cities as well. So. Yeah, and if there isn't an information, sometimes it means maybe there was a uh, an event there last year, but someone isn't doing it this year. So if there is someone that wants to do it, let us, like I said, let us know um, and uh, get on out there. And if we can't get flyers and things to you, can always just get a poster board and write what you want about about <laughs> freedom. So we'll yeah. send you some information and, uh, yeah, and practice your, your rights or stand up for them in the places where you can't practice them. That's great. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely, guys. <laughs> Just um, don't get arrested. Um, we'll, you know, obviously, if you do, we'll cover it. We'll cover that in the news. <laughs>
1: um, all right,
0: everybody, don't forget, it's gotopless.org, and you can find all our social media links there. Lara uh, has been fabulous to share her time this evening on such short Thanks notice. Thanks
1: so much. Yeah, super fun to be here with you guys. And, um, yeah, I, I, I hope you have a, a great Go Topless day. Where are you going to be? Are you going to go to New York or one of the cities?
0: Yeah, I wasn't going Western? to because I'm, like, under the gun for a deadline. Gotcha. Which,
1: but gotcha.
0: Um, okay. but I, if I was going to hit when it was – pil- you're
1: promoting us. So that's I awesome.
0: am. If I, was, <laughs> <laughs> if I knew where the Philadelphia one was, that would probably be the one I'd consider most. But
1: um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But hopefully, there'll be something coming up, and if not, then uh, thank you so much for at least covering us. It's really great.
0: Yeah, you know, it would be great. Um, there's the little town near Philadelphia called New Hope, Pennsylvania. It's one of my favorite little towns, and it's like a big, um, you know, like gay pride kind of town. So, what is it called? New Hope. New Hope, New Pennsylvania.
1: Hope. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a great name. It's <laughs> a great <laughs> name.
0: There's wonderful wild people there. Um, so they they understand equality in that little town. And, yeah, uh, and wonderful. I would, if definitely, if uh, anybody wanted to be there, I would do that. That's for sure. Um, so, guys, um, thank you for listening to Vodka O'Clock again another week. And don't forget, it's com. You can follow me on Twitter at Elizabeth Amber. And, um, you know, I will see you guys at Baltimore Comic-Con very soon. Thanks for listening.